0: In today's episode, I'm going to be taking on the bane of all parents' existence, veggie battles. I so often get the question, how can I get my kids to eat more vegetables? Or some alternative version that sounds like, my kids hate vegetables, what should I do? In today's episode, I want to share with you some tips and tricks for increasing vegetable exposure for kids. But I want to start with two caveats. Number one, you can't make your kids eat anything. Probably some of you who have been parents for a while have experienced this. You only control what you offer. We're gonna talk more about that in a little bit. Number two, my advice that I'm giving today is from the perspective of a mom and natural food chef with average picky kids. Meaning they have their own tastes and preferences but they don't outright refuse vegetables. While my goal is to make this advice as useful and applicable as it can be for as many situations as possible, if you have a child with extreme food anxiety, these may not be the best tips for you. And I highly recommend working with a feeding professional in cases like this. All right. Enough caveats and enough framing things. Let's dive in. Hi there, I'm Amy. I'm a mom, a natural food chef, and the host of the Feel Good Family Food podcast. Just like you, I have more to do in a day than can possibly get done. And kids who say their favorite foods are things like... Gummy bread, pretzels, of course. My cookie, ice cream, yummy. On this podcast, I'm using my 10 years of professional food experience plus real world nutrition to help real parents more easily feed their families healthy food more often. Stick with me for tips, tricks, and actionable steps to start feeling good about feeding your family. Can I be honest? I've sort of been avoiding this topic because I don't necessarily think that my kids are fantastic at eating vegetables. They have a few they like, but there are others that they won't touch at all. And I've been thinking a lot about this because I get the question so often. And you know what I realized? The fact that my kids aren't great veggie eaters naturally is what makes me a great person to cover this topic because I am all of you. I don't have magical kale-munching unicorn kids, but rather I have average kids with average levels of pickiness. And just to normalize this, it's not rare for kids to be less than enthusiastic about vegetables. Preference for sweet has been a key factor in human evolution. This preference for sweetness is what led us to ripe fruits that were more calorie and nutrient-rich than non-ripened fruits. You can imagine that that was useful when there was a very limited season for things and we needed to find the most calorie-heavy foods. Also, you need to look no farther than packaged foods to see that we, as modern-day people, love sweet and salt. And fatty flavors. So vegetables, it's understandable that they take a little bit more time to develop a taste for. I hope that the tips I share today, both learned from experts and from my own experience, will be helpful in breaking down some of these barriers as you seek to raise lifelong vegetable lovers. But first things first, some tough love. Kids eating more veggies starts with You. You as the parent. Now, I know that there are lots of people that don't like the comparison between kids and dogs, but go with me for a minute here on an example that I have from when I was training my puppy to do all the things that you expect your dogs to do. And one of the things they told us over and over again in class is that training was only as good as the owner, that our consistency as the owner of our pets was key in our pet's learning and keeping the skills that we were learning in class. And while I'm not saying that your children are dogs, what I am saying is that the same is true for teaching our kids to love vegetables. Wanting them to love vegetables, cajoling them, and nagging them into loving vegetables is not what's going to work here. What works is consistently showing up, putting vegetables in front of them, and holding your ground. So back to the veggies. How does it start with you? Number one, you are in charge of your children's exposure to vegetables. Number two, kids mimic the behaviors that they see. So this means that you have two key responsibilities as a parent who wants to raise veggie lovers. Number one, you keep offering vegetables even when it seems hopeless, even when they haven't eaten the broccoli for the 30th night in a row. Secondly, you need to eat your vegetables and let them see you doing it. And I'll say that again, you need to keep offering vegetables even when it seems hopeless. And number two, you need to eat your vegetables and let them see you doing it. And I can tell you that this works because of my own experience in raising kids who didn't just magically love vegetables from the get-go. So let me share a couple of examples with you just for encouragement. Um, So my older son, who is now almost five, He loves things like bell peppers and cherry tomatoes. He'll sometimes eat cucumbers. Um, I'm trying to think what other vegetables he loves. He really likes avocado. Uh, Never mind that lots of these these things tend toward the sweet side and are technically classified as fruit. They are vegetables in our house, and you get to decide what a vegetable in your house is too. But he has never loved things like lettuce and broccoli and cauliflower, and those kinds of things. So recently, he told me that at school, they've had raw broccoli, and he likes that. And it was so funny because it was this light bulb moment for me in that I actually hate raw broccoli, so I never, ever serve it. So this is where my preferences are coming in that I don't serve that because it is not a food that I prefer. Interestingly, so he tells me he actually likes raw broccoli and I started serving it and lo and behold, the kid does like raw broccoli, which you'll know as a parent is sort of amazing when what they say, they actually follow through with action. And I've just been amazed and my eyes have really opened at this idea of the power of serving things in different ways than maybe we even like them or expect our kids to like them. So that was lesson number one. Lesson number two is something I shared recently on Instagram. My little guy, who is almost two, has never liked avocado. From the day he first tasted it, he has made the most disgusted face when it comes to avocado. I keep putting it on the table, he knows what avocado is, he will even ask to have it put on his plate, and every single time he puts it in his mouth, he makes a face. I did share my Instagram post that one of my things as a parent has been that I have had to quell my instinct to label him as an avocado hater, mostly because as a California born and raised kid, I think it's kind of funny for someone not to like avocado. It's so delicious what's not to like. But the reason I have worked really hard on not labeling him as an avocado hater is because I don't want him to make that part of his identity. I want him to keep showing up and trying it and making a face if he doesn't like it and moving on. So the other day, avocado on the table, big guy decides that he wants some avocado. Little guy also decides he wants some avocado because he wants to do whatever his older brother does. We were also having ranch dressing at this meal, which is a strategy we can get into later for serving vegetables. But I serve it with something they love. And he took the avocado. I was talking, having a conversation with my older guy. I turn around and this guy has taken avocado on a spoon dipped it into ranch dressing, ingenious if you ask me, and was eating it and enjoying it. And this is part of why I wanted to talk about uh, getting your kids to eat more vegetables today because I think that I have read in the research but also seen firsthand the power of continuing to offer the same thing over and over again, of normalizing its presence on the table, and of allowing your children low pressure situations to try the same thing over and over again. Now that we've laid the baseline, here are some guidelines to increasing veggie exposure to your kids and to yourself. So the first really easy thing that you can do to increase veggie exposure is to serve veggies alongside things that your kids are already eating. My kids really like their vegetables separate. I tried, tried to include broccoli with tortellini and tomato sauce the other day. That was not a hit but I tried and the broccoli was there, right? So instead, what I do is chop up a bunch of veggies at the beginning of the week. I store them in containers in the fridge, and then I put those out at the table with our meals, and I allow my kids to select whether they are going to enjoy them with the other foods they're having or not. The second way to increase veggie exposure is to have veggie-focused snacks with favorites like cheese or a dip. So we are a big fan of cheese platters in our house. I'll share some of those on Instagram this week as a means for snacking, And I think the combination of like some crackers and some cheese and some sliced red bell peppers or sliced cucumber and maybe some ranch dip or guacamole or something that I know my kids will eat goes a long way to having them see the vegetables and often selecting vegetables in addition to other things that they really like. These snacks are another way that those pre-cut veggies really come in handy. The third thing is to focus on small portions at first. So most of our meals in our house are served family style. I will be talking more about that in upcoming episodes, but... But if you don't serve family style, if you put things on your kid's plate, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that smaller portions go a long way to not overwhelming our children about choices that they don't yet feel confident in and instead allowing them to feel like they can explore just a little bit. Maybe they'll lick it today. Maybe they'll take a tiny little bite of it. There are all kinds of ways that your kids can explore food that don't necessarily look like piling their plate high with salad and eating all of it. This leads me into perhaps one of the hardest steps in increasing veggie exposure so that we can get our kids to eat more vegetables, and this is don't talk about it. The more pressure and focus that you put on vegetables, the more our kids, who are very smart, smarter than we sometimes give them credit for, smarter than we sometimes realize, Get the message that vegetables are something that need to be rewarded or pressured or nagged about in order to enjoy them, that they are something that's kind of naturally yucky and that they probably shouldn't want, but their mom or dad are going to make them have it. Think about it this way. Do you ever nag your kids to like eat their hamburger or cheese or French fries or gummy bears or whatever favorite snack they might have? No, and you probably don't need to. And so I completely understand the inclination. I have it too, where as parents, we want to nourish our kids. We want to raise healthy, vibrant human beings. And we have been taught that vegetables are a key part of that. The problem is, is that if we start using pressure and bribery and nagging to get our kids to eat vegetables, we aren't actually building the long-term veggie-loving or at least veggie-eating habit that we're actually intending. We're teaching them that veggies are like kind of a yucky thing, that they need a reward to eat. Now, you know your kids best, so I personally will ask my kids to try a bite of something. Mostly because sometimes they'll just ignore things on their plate completely while they are distracted by other things. That said, if you have a really picky kid or a kid who doesn't respond as well to being asked that, then sometimes the best thing you can do is just put the food in front of them and not talk about it at all. I know I'm forever talking about my conversation with Natalia Sisenko, but I am gonna link to her episode again because she has this amazing example in that episode where she talks about if you had a colleague a work colleague over for dinner, you wouldn't put food out and then be like, hey, do you want some broccoli? Do you want broccoli? How about that broccoli? Would you like to try some broccoli now? And she suggests, and I have seen evidence in my own house, that it is such a powerful thing to put the food there, to not talk about it, talk about everything else, and to let our kids have their own exploration and relationship with vegetables. This is a long game. We are building long-term healthy habits. And it doesn't happen through short-term strategies and tricks and those kinds of things. So I just encourage you to remember that this is a long game, that you want to build a lifelong healthy relationship with vegetables, and that one of the ways to do that is to offer them and to reduce pressure. Another thing that I like to do is to start with veggies I know my kids like and really build from there. So Another story that many of us parents seem to have in our head is that our kids need to eat all of the varieties of vegetables, that they need to love everything. Otherwise, we are have not been successful as parents, right? I know that seems dramatic, but somewhere in our heads, this story really circles. But the thing I've really been working on is accepting that my kids are human beings who have their own tastes and preferences and that they like certain things more than others. And that by exposing them more often to the veggies they like gives them this healthy baseline. I know that they've gotten lots of nutrients. And then anything else that they eat on top of that, things that I might not have expected is really additive. Raw broccoli being an example. Or when I serve a salad with dinner, I love to serve like a big salad with chopped up ingredients that they might like on top and let them select some of those in the hopes that they might also be exposed to some of the lettuce that they're not as apt to try on their own. And I'll share some pictures of that on Instagram this week too. Another way that I love to increase exposure to veggies, because remember, our job as parents is to give consistent exposure, not to make them eat them. Um, One way that I like to do this is to let kids play with their veggies. So this is something that was introduced to me by Melanie Potok. She has an amazing book called Adventures in Veggie Land that we have at our house. And she has all kinds of cool suggestions for letting kids play with their vegetables and have fun. And what she says and what I have really found to be true with my children is that when they are playing with them, it naturally increases their exposure and may even increase their curiosity about trying it. So another recent example in our house is that From her book, she has these like sheep that you can build with raw cauliflower. So I had a raw cauliflower head. I cut it into florets and she uses like toothpicks, but I think we kept ours together with cream cheese. So my kids love cream cheese. We took the cauliflower florets and we built our own sheep, holding them together with cream cheese, All of a sudden, I turn around, and both of my kids are eating bites of raw cauliflower. This is another example of something that I would never think to offer and probably would never eat myself, and they were having so much fun in doing it. Now, that hasn't necessarily translated into, like, tons of eating cauliflower in the long run, but I consider even these small steps of being more comfortable with a food a big step towards eventually building the habits around eating lots of fresh vegetables, So the next step is actually to then make recipes with this food. So we then took half of that cauliflower and we used Melanie's recipe for caramel corn roasted cauliflower. It's basically coconut oil, little chopped up cauliflower and some maple syrup. And I think there was some cinnamon and salt too. Roasted that in the oven. It was really cool because it had this natural sweetness from the maple syrup and the roasted cauliflower. And my kids thought this idea of caramel corn made out of cauliflower was so fun and they ate it right up. Now, there is a good chance that you will try this with your kids and they may not try the cauliflower roll of making the sheep or they may not want to eat the cauliflower caramel corn. That's okay too. The fact that they now know what cauliflower looks like, that they're a little bit more familiar with it might help them connect with it in the future when you continue to offer it on the table. And I know I sound like a broken record, but you do need to continue offering it on the table. This is the key to all of this veggie exposure stuff. The final thing I want to touch on is maybe a controversial topic in the food world, which is should you hide veggies for your kids or not? I prefer not to think of it necessarily as hiding. More so, I think of it as like, if I am naturally making a recipe that has vegetables in it, it's not hidden and I will tell my kids that it's there. But I'm not necessarily pointing out like, hey, did you know I put cauliflower rice into the taco meat or something like that? Because it is just something that I've done. But I will say in the case where I am trying to get my kids to think differently about their vegetables, I find that the most powerful step that I can take is including them in quote unquote hiding Their vegetables into the food that we're making. So, for example, if we were making carrot cake cookies, they could watch me shred the carrots and then mix everything together and they would see that there's a vegetable in there. If I was making a green smoothie, I let them take big handfuls of the spinach and throw it in there. These are ways that I am combining this idea of exposure to veggies with things that they like, things like sweet potato pancakes or cauliflower caramel corn or Green smoothies that are loaded with chocolate and coconut milk, right? Um, that I'm giving them the chance to enjoy vegetables in a form that's enjoyable to them. And I think that's one of the big things here is I would just encourage you to think like you don't like all vegetables, probably. I love vegetables and I still don't like all vegetables in all their forms. I've given some examples of that here today. So. There's no harm in thinking like, how can I make this more fun for my kids? And if you are interested in getting started, that Adventures in Veggie Land book is really fun. Something else I love to do is just let my kids cut, um, pieces of vegetables with veg- with, with cookie cutters and those kinds of things. So again, exposure, um, they have their own knives and they can cut up vegetables. So lots of different ways that they can get involved in the kitchen and get more exposure to vegetables, whether they're eating loads of them currently or not. All right, that's what I've got for you today. My action for you this week, because I promise I'm going to give you one action item every week, is to find one way that you can include an extra vegetable exposure per day for your kids. Remember, you are in charge of offering it you're not in charge of whether or not they eat it. I have a cheat sheet prepared for you of what I shared in today's episode. In case you want to print it out and put it in your kitchen, some of the different ideas for increasing veggie exposure in kids, you can go over to cookingwithafullplate.com slash vegetables to get that download and to get started on your action item. And once you have done your action item, once you've picked a way that you're going to add one veggie exposure per day for your kids and are doing something with that, hop on over to Instagram and tag me in a photo of your kids exploring their vegetables, whatever that might look like for you. You can find me at at cooking with a full plate and I look forward to seeing your photos and connecting with you there over our common goal of getting our kids to eat more vegetables. I can't wait to talk to you again next Tuesday. In the meantime, remember that one of the best things you can do to get your kids to eat more vegetables is to eat more vegetables yourself. Take care. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Yay,